0: Hey everybody, welcome to Nomenclature. This is Brandon Henderson. My guest today is Allie Makofsky, a very, very funny comedian that I met at the Comedy Store a couple of years ago. And she uh, demanded, you uh, know, very, very mean and arrogant way to be put up on stage. And I said, no, um, that's only partly true. Um, the me saying no part is sadly um, partly true um it was more me being very busy and not knowing uh what the hell was going on and trying to get a show on and she was working the door and she was like hey uh, if you need somebody to go up uh you should have me go up and i was so busy i I kind of didn't pay attention um but she is hilarious and i made a huge mistake by not having her go up at the time but she is um, fantastic she chose the word fate to discuss. Um, Ali has uh, toured with some of the biggest names around from Russell Peters and Andrew Santino to Joe Rogan. Um, She has her own podcast called Resting Bitch with Ali Makovsky that you should check out. She's been on Kill Tony a whole ton of times. And my favorite credit of hers is that uh, she guest starred on Kiss FM alongside Ryan Seacrest back in the day Uh, as a character called Little Allie, where she would uh, prank phone call people, which is um, sounds like something I made up, but it's not. It's a real thing. Um, But I had a blast chatting with Allie. Hope you enjoy this episode of Nomenclature with my very special guest, Allie (laughs) Makovsky. yeah. Um, where where are you at right now? You down in LA?
1: I Yes, I'm in Hollywood. Um, I'm at uh, the guy that I'm hooking up with's house, <laughs> which is why the Wi-Fi isn't, uh, you know, when you're with a new person, you never know what their Wi-Fi connection is going to be like.
0: Right. Yeah, I feel like um, you might need to, you know, I don't know how, how big this guy is or anything, but I feel like you might need to Search elsewhere for better Wi-Fi.
1: Do you think I, if should, that's the, I should have a conversation with him about it?
0: I think it, I think it's an ultimatum situation I at this moment. moment
1: where also, what internet provider do you use?
0: <laughs> I think uh, you reverse that order and you're on to something in terms of priorities in the conversation.
1: Internet first, then relationship status.
0: That's right. He works at home,
1: uh, so you would think that he would have the setup figured out.
0: You would think so, or maybe this is all part of a strategy that you know quote unquote drops calls all the time and then he can take a nap, which also isn't a bad idea in its yeah. own right.
1: Maybe he's a genius.
0: He might be a genius, so I'm not sure. Maybe you should marry him and never leave ever. Yeah,
1: but also I mean, I'm recording this from his studio apartment, so his genius hasn't gotten him too far yet. <laughs>
0: but he's got a banjo on the wall
1: yeah he's Um, got plenty of guitars
0: so I mean that's a step in some direction I'm not sure if it's the right direction or whatever I hope that they're ornamental only please tell me that he does not play at all
1: he plays them all
0: Uh, oh
1: here's the thing he's good at playing them if he had them and he wasn't good I'd be like this is embarrassing yeah. Take them down. At least have just one instrument on the wall, not three.
0: Yeah, like a, a guy that has like a whole bunch of instruments, or girl, and can't play them all. It's like uh it's like it's like sports fans wearing jerseys, like like a big, big fat guy that wears a LeBron jersey or something. Yeah. So, something weird or, about like,
1: it. Or like when high school girls wear like Nirvana shirts from Forever 21.
0: Oh, one of the saddest things in history. I got—I uh, have a twelve-year-old daughter, and uh, I found this Rolling Stone shirt, and she wanted to buy it. And I had assumed that I had done well enough as a father to teach her, but she was wearing it, and I played some Rolling Stones, and she was like, "What is this garbage?" And I made her burn it.
1: Damn. That's
0: that's a uh, that's my fault though.
1: You bamboozled her with Rolling Stones to see if she would know.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't want her to be one of those girls. You know, she had the shirt on. I let her get that far. And then I'm like, okay, it's time to back this up. Now, granted, you know, she's 12. The Rolling Stones are 98,000 years old. It's slightly different than Nirvana, but still, you
1: know, I mean, it, it is cut a her a
0: little more slack.
1: That, it is a shame that so many bands that young people haven't heard of have such great uh, band logos.
0: Yeah, it would be better. Like if they were all had like Sonic Youth's logo, which is I don't think a logo at all. True. Um, I'm gonna have to look up. I know. I, I, I feel like it's just like whatever they they drew on a piece of paper or napkin that day, and that's what it was. I don't know.
1: So you're. But a, yeah, since, you're a Rolling Stones guy.
0: Uh you know, I mean there there's appreciation to be had. I'm I'm neither Rolling Stones nor the Beatles. Uh, you know that's usually the 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 choice, right? Yeah. Um, it's more. It my situation with them is like um, it's like when people are like, you got to watch, uh, you know, South by South or not? Yeah, North by Northwest, right? That's an old Hitchcock movie. Mm-hmm. Thousands of movies have been based off of that movie, but I don't really want to watch North by Northwest. I can appreciate the fact that it influenced a whole lot but I'm not going to like sit down and be like, well, let's throw this on right now. You know what I mean? Now i
1: to S- watch it.
0: <laughs> well, probably do the opposite of whatever I do and you're going to f- figure life out pretty quickly. Is
1: your daughter on TikTok?
0: She is not.
1: That's what you think.
0: Yeah, exactly. I said it and I, uh, I, I'm suddenly questioning everything. She was on TikTok that I knew about briefly, and her uh, mother and I, to whom I'm I'm not with, she uh, we we both sort of decided that that was a horrifying thing for a twelve year old to be on. So Definitely. we're we're terrible people, or we're great, I don't know, whatever. But uh, she is not that I know of, hopefully, because like I hate it. Her
1: phone and stuff. Do I like what? now? Track her phone.
0: I do have a phone, uh, like kind of monitor thing most of that is for like so she doesn't um you know turn into like rumple still skin and wake up 17 years from now for the first time after being on her phone more than it is for me looking at stuff now my uh my I have a stepson who's 14 now that is a lot more of a monitor situation yeah because because boys and penises and stuff
1: absolutely I feel like do you have
0: a do you have a monitor on your hookup guy's phone?
1: No, I trust him.
0: That's a mistake.
1: I trust him enough.
0: Well, that's good. No, that's good. He plays the banjo. He seems trustworthy.
1: Yeah, and yeah. Yeah, I think for the most part, I feel uh, trustworthy. I, I, uh, I don't know, because here's the thing. Sometimes we'll, you know, be laying in bed, we'll be on our phones and then I'll get like a text from a guy friend and yes. I'll, like, I need to explain it. And I'm like, I don't need to explain anything. And so I'm like, I don't want to feel the same in terms of him where it's like, he's on his phone doing something and I'm like, who's Ashley or whatever. Cause it's like, it's probably just a friend. I don't want to like have to have something to worry about.
0: If it's Ashley, L-E-Y, there's no problem. If it's Ashley, L-E-I-G-H, I I would ask.
1: Or with Chewy's at the end. That's what like a lot of the, when I was in middle school, the like cool thing to do for like the uh, more loose girls was to do like a double vowel at the end of the (laughs) name. And I yes, remember the, trying to figure out ways to make Allie, like. Do I do two eyes? That looks weird. Do I do like two E's and totally change my name? Um, but I was a prude in middle school, so I don't think anything would have worked.
0: I I like the the brevity of the of the single I. I think that's yeah. you know, being uh, bookended by by vowels. That's exciting. Um, yeah, I also like that you said loose girls. Now, that's that's a phrase my mom uses.
1: I know. I don't know why I said that. I couldn't think of the word. My mom also says that. I don't like it because it sounds very shaming. But it was the more like promiscuous girls, because there was an Ashley, and I remember it was a big deal. She changed it to A S H L E E, and then all of a sudden, all the like girls that she ran with and the more like hookup, hookup hookuppy girls changed their names, and I was having an identity crisis.
0: I get it. Um, for a while, you know, my my middle name is actually Brandon. My first name is Robert, but because my dad's name is Robert, they call me my middle name. But my dad's a, enough of a narcissist that he wanted his name to be first. It's a whole thing. But uh, there was a some girl that moved into town. Her name was Brandolin, and so everyone started calling me Brandolin. And I seriously considered going to even like Bobby, just to get away from the Brandolin situation. How brand that's strange. It's uh it's intense. It's like I had a teacher uh in fourth grade, her name, her name is uh Haroldine, which feels forced. All of her uh, sisters, apparently her dad wanted boys and they were all girls, and so he got like it was like George, Georgina and Haroldine and Carla or something, you know. Yeah,
1: that's messed
0: up. All that sort of stuff, because i'm a lot more comfortable with you know gender norms i just want to get that out there
1: yeah um, good that at the top of the pod.
0: yeah yeah for sure i want everybody to know that uh let's just keep it old-timey and the way it was let's keep it the way you know when america was great that's what i'm all about
1: Girls are girls boys are boys
0: that's right one to one otherwise i just get confused i don't know what to do or okay. where to go
1: My name, Allie, being short and bowled uh, is actually because my name's Allison, but my kindergarten teacher told my mom to shorten it to Allie. And so my mom was like, okay, you can like spell it A-L-L-I-E. And then the kindergarten teacher was like, that still is too long. Wow. And so then it was A-L-I and then she retired the year after to become a clown. (laughs)
0: That's uh, of course. That's a true story. That's fantastic. Yeah. She, uh, do you know she was successful as a clown?
1: I have no idea. I mean, I imagine at this point she's dead or close to it.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: But she was pretty clowny. I could see her being a successful clown, but I think it was almost like a—is uh, foreboding the right word? No.
0: Uh, she was foreboding as a person.
1: Uh, what's the, what's the definition of? forebode
0: or like, like uh like ominous like
1: um yeah i mean she became a clown i became a clown was it because <laughs> of her
0: uh yes i mean she she basically named you i mean
1: she did second I only
0: was, to your I mom probably,
1: i probably would have been an allison until kindergarten
0: and your your career would have been dead on arrival let's be honest allison McCoskey? i don't think so
1: Allison would have had a nine-to-five. She would have wore a pantsuit.
0: Yes. Yeah, Allison is a a, is a CEO um, power female of some kind.
1: I also just looked up forebode, and it's completely inaccurate to what I was saying. I tried to use a big word since this is like a word podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what, uh, what does it say in your Google search?
1: Forebode... Oh, no, I guess it's right. Act as a warning of something bad. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: Good. We're back. I'm not...
0: We're back. No, you you got it. Um,
1: I kind of do this thing where I'll throw out a big word that sounds right. And then it typically is. And I'm like, wow, I'm so impressed. And that also happens with music. Like if, if a song is playing, I'll, I won't know who it is, but I'll be like, oh, is this uh, Smash Mouth? And it will be, but I won't. It'll just be like a guess, but I'm usually always right. And it's very freaky. I uh,
0: I couldn't be happier uh, about your reference to Smash Mouth. The only thing I got out of that entire thing was, was Smash Mouth. Um, First thing that came
1: to makes... rightfully so.
0: Rightfully so. Um, uh, fantastic way better than smashing pumpkins um
1: I like smashing pumpkins
0: i love smashing pumpkins they're uh, they're they're in the t- they're in the top tier uh for me for sure which
1: also the kind of person who only knows like the top hits of each band so if you're like i only know the classics
0: well, that's this is better than most, I feel at a certain point. Just like with any anything that happens, you know, you, you get far enough away from it and people start stop listening to um, them at all, or they stop listening to uh, the the B sides and the in-betweens for sure. And what's weird now, my thing with music is um, with the streaming stuff, nobody listens to albums anymore, really. Everything's top, you know, top listened to, which is also a bummer because Yeah, sometimes the top listened to might be some of the best songs, but it also just might be like, you know, Smash Mouth is popular or has a popular song. Doesn't mean that's a good song. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Well, that's the thing with TikTok, too, is that songs become viral just based on a type of video people make to it. And so a lot of artists now will go into studios to record songs that sound like they would become viral on TikTok.
0: Which, holy hell, is one of the biggest bummer uh, ideas I can think of.
1: It's crazy. It's a a bummer. It'll make them a lot of money for sure. But then it's also interesting because people will make original songs, post them on TikTok. It'll blow up and then they'll get a record record label deal. But it's like, who knows? the record labels are just like taking all of these crazy chances on artists who might only have one good song.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, there, there's, I feel like there's such less risk now. I mean, they're not printing, you know, records and CDs and it's not like a, you know, like the publishing industry, which is so much upfront overhead and you hope you make, you know, your 1% margin back or whatever. This is a really fun podcast. Um, but you know, it's all streaming. It's all zeros and ones now. So it's like, I feel like the risk is a lot lower too. That's true. As opposed to what it used to be, which was a very different beast. But, um, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's chat about something. So like you said, this is a word podcast and it's also just a, you know, a bullshit podcast, but I do love words. Um, I like their history and I think, I think most comedians uh, are obsessive about at least ideas, if not words, right? People get uh, get crazy and spend hours and hours and hours thinking about one idea or or a word or how it relates to something and trying to twist it around and look at it up in all different shapes and sizes. Yeah. and uh, hence the reason why it's been you know I exclusively you know talk to comedians on this thing because I I don't feel like anybody obsesses quite like uh, uh, stand-up comedians when it comes to words. Um, And so you chose the word fate, which we will get to what I, before we do um, one thing I always like to do with everybody is I do a little bit of research on their name (gasps) and we talk about some of that stuff. Now uh, first we're going to go, two ways which i usually only do either first or last name but first of all i have to ask uh with mccoskey is this like is your family one of those where uh like there's like um name plaques and like we're real proud of our names and like there's a name above the fireplace or someone's got it on their the tattoo on their back or something you talk about your origin a lot or you like i don't know where the hell it's from
1: no so we're not like uh a we're not like a Makovsky family strong type of family. Um, I know that my sisters are both getting married slash are now married and they are thrilled to finally drop off the Makovsky name. Um, Really? Yeah, now they're definitely like monogrammed towels in their bathroom type of girls. They're very proud of their new last names. Um, I have a feeling I'm hanging on to Makovsky for a while. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, no, I don't think anyone's like, yeah, there's no Mikofsky uh, memorabilia in the home.
0: So you never sat down and someone's like, uh, well, let me tell you about, you know, great, great grandma Mikofsky when she came over on the boat and none of that.
1: No, I mean, I, I don't know anything specifically about my last name or like the history of it, but it is interesting because my mom, obviously, she wasn't Makovsky's her married name, um, yeah. but her side of the family is Irish Catholic. My dad's side of the family, where the name comes from, is either Russian or Polish, um, but because it starts with Makovsky, people think that it's Irish or Scottish or something. Right. But it's not. okay.
0: This, uh, I'm going to be really honest, this was by far the hardest name to find information about that I've done. How um
1: yes. I love the challenging <laughs> name.
0: It was, it's very hard. I don't have a lot of information. So first of all, so sort of origin in terms of, you know, where the name come, came from in its current state or, or as close to its current state as possible. So you got Makovsky with the Y, but also Makovsky with an I, which definitely... Makovsky with an I to me seems more Russian. Um, so there's definitely Russian origin. There's definitely British origin. Um, where those two meet and cross over, or whether they did, or whether they came from Russia and then went to you know the UK and then came to the US after that, um, I don't exactly know what the history of that is. I couldn't quite find it, but you know Makovsky started coming mostly around 1920 to the U S. And, um, I mean, the MAC is a, a Scottish, uh, thing as opposed to the MC, the, the Mick with Irish, but I don't have any clue whether or not that's where that comes from. Now it's also got, uh, some Jewish connection, uh, to it, but again, it's hazy as to where usually I can like track, like, In the 1500s, it was, you know, it was rooted in this Latin or something like that. But this one is tricky. Um, What I can tell you is some census information, which is going to thrill you. Are you ready? I have
1: census information. Let's go.
0: Okay. Buckle up. So between 1963 and 2001, the Makovsky life expectancy was at its lowest point. (laughs) So... Uh, it, it was between it was around 79 years old was its lowest point which seems pretty damn good to me
1: Wait but what does that mean
0: Average life expectancy for someone with the last name Makovsky in the United States
1: What
0: in in yeah. that year Yeah so 1963 was its lowest point specifically at 79 years old and then uh, 2001 it uh, shot up to 82 So I feel like that's not bad. Not bad odds. What's that?
1: That could have been my grandpa. No, he was younger. Never mind.
0: No, Yeah. So, you know, not, not the, not the worst at all. So, you know, set your clocks to somewhere around 80, 81 for okay. when you're going to die. Okay. And then uh, in 1940, uh, you were 50, 50% for uh, for a man, because, you know, they don't track ladies in the 40s. But sure. men uh, in 1940, either 50% of Makovskis were laborers or painters. I'm assuming that was also a labored position. Yeah. Not, not not necessarily like Rembrandt situation. Although I could be wrong. It just says painter. Yeah, I
1: don't think the Makovskis are super artistic.
0: No, that's not like, uh, again, Grandma Grandma uh, Allison wasn't a painter or whatever.
1: Nope. No one on that side, I believe, has any artistic abilities.
0: Okay. Well, they can roll and, you know, detail. And that's where it limits or that's where it stops. Um, now, that's all I could find. So my sincerest apologies. Usually I can get a little crazier, but that's what I, I could think- do.
1: Ooh, how do you know that it's like a Jewish last name?
0: Well, just a couple of uh, like Jewish censuses um, uh. have Makovsky as well. So it's an assumption, but uh, it seems fairly accurate that there is also some Jewish heritage. Do you, do you are you aware of any Jewish ancestry?
1: Oh yeah, the Makovskys are all Jews. <laughs>
0: okay, well, there you go.
1: We got so, all. on the Mikovsky
0: side. You got, you got all the, all the Jewishness over there. So, yeah. which is uh, again, you know, the M A C, but then the Offsky. It's a very interesting uh, combination of of two sounds. You know, it's very yeah. Western, but also very Russian together. So, it, it, I can see how it confuses.
1: It is very confusing, and uh, yeah, I know that my. Great grandparents did come over from Russia or Poland.
0: Okay, do you know, do you know roughly time period when they came over?
1: Nope. <laughs> okay, tell you. sweet.
0: Well, um, I'll give you a quick little bit on uh, Allison since we jumped into that. And since I felt uh, uh, like I wasn't given enough information on the McCoskey. So a, a quick thing: Did you know that Allison is a unisex name?
1: I did not know. Tra-
0: tra- traditionally, um, so medieval French uh, origin, um, and then specifically like Alice or Ali, i don't know how they would pronounce it. A-L-I-S, um was the sort of unisex nickname, and I think I believe that the "son" was added um for the the male uh, counterpart uh, oh. over over time but obviously uh you know it's become almost exclusively female uh, in the united states anyway um but the first recorded name of Allison is in the 12th century in Scotland so it's an old ass name whoa um and in the 19th century uh on average is, is about the 45th most common uh baby girl name uh given to 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 little girls with all sorts of varied spelling like you said a-l-l-y-s-o-n-a-l-i-s-o-n just a shit show of them there's there's like 20 of them
1: yeah my mom wasn't super original with uh naming her kids it's my sister brittany my other sister courtney and then Allison.
0: Fantastic! It's all uh, those are all very to me, anyways. Nineties uh, girl names. Yeah. Allison, Brittany, Courtney, which is fabulous. Yeah. Um. So there you go. There's there's your your daily f- fix for information on your name. Thank you. You're welcome. Now let's uh, let's get to fate. Tell me tell me why you chose this this word specifically.
1: Yeah. Um. I was trying to like think of. I don't know. I felt I was looking at the other people who've been on your podcast and their words and it all seemed like it kind of came back to something that had to do with them or comedy or whatever. And I was just trying to think of words that I don't know. I just I feel like comedy is kind of has a lot to do with fate. And I feel like fate is a good word uh, that people use, whether something is positive or negative if something has to do with fate, it always stands out to someone, you know, it's always like a moment that kind of stands out with other, uh, from other moments. Cause it all comes back to fate. And so there's kind of like mysticism in it, but also, I don't know. I just like the word. I feel like it could have a lot of different meanings with whatever the circumstances.
0: Yeah. Do you have a, do you have like a, a current, like fate-filled moment that you feel like, like where things came together from, you know, the comedy career.
1: Um. Yeah, I mean, well, I've told this story kind of a lot. I feel like so I'm, I'm. I don't know. I when I was in. Let me turn my notifications off. When I was in um. In elementary school, I called into a radio station just purely to hear my voice on the radio and i ended up getting a job for them based on that one phone call for like four years and i would make prank phone calls for this radio station so that definitely felt like fate and from that experience i kind of like realized that comedy or entertainment in any way could be a way of like a career and so then When I was in high school, I decided I wanted to do stand-up and I didn't know how. And I did one open mic at the Laugh Factory and I was so nervous and scared. And so I was like, what can I do to not be so nervous? So I went to this uh, improv like drop-in class, like a one-time improv class. And I left early. And when I left, I went to this coffee shop and the coffee shop was having an open mic for stand-up and i was wow. like this is fate this is meant to be i'm supposed to do stand up and so i that's when i like actually started doing stand up
0: that's rad yeah yeah that that feels um you know we human beings obviously we we like to find patterns of things that may or may not actually have any kind of pattern but um i love to hear shit like that where you know things got pushed in, in the right direction and especially that you, uh, I mean, thank God you walked out of that improv class. For I mean, medicine. who knows? Who knows? You'd be doing Harry Potter sketches and uh, man, you're, you're much, much, much better off. Um, but that's, that's really cool. And the prank call thing. So you spent, you spent four years just prank calling people on the radio.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was like a job, you know, I would, I, I really just called in to hear my voice on the radio and I think coming from a divorced home and being the youngest I was used to holding conversations from a young age and so yeah. I was just kind of like talking to Ryan Seacrest who was the host of the radio show and being funny without really realizing it and he uh, he was like stay on the line our producer wants to talk to you so I stayed on the line and they were like we want to make prank phone calls and if it works awesome if not you know we tried it and it ended up working so I would like go in one day a week pre-record like four phone calls they would play them throughout the week and then I'd do the same thing the following week
0: that's amazing there's something I think I feel like uh I thought that these like prank calls would like drop off over time just because everybody's got like caller id and uh it's just harder to do now but like my my 12-year-old loves to prank call people. She'll just prank call people she knows and say stupid things to them. But there's something about it at a particular age that's fun to do. And then I think at, at every age almost, it's fun to hear for some reason. I don't know why. Do you ever have people just get crazy pissed?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Luckily, it wasn't like live, even though it was made to seem live, but we had to do it, you know, pre-recorded because a lot of times people would be like, I don't have time for this and they'd hang up. And then at one point it got so popular that people would recognize my voice and be like, is this the little girl from the radio? (laughs) And and so, yeah, but it's always fun when someone goes along with it. And I think that's why prank calling is exciting because you get to kind of, hear someone's initial reactions to bizarre situations
0: yeah that's wild um well fate um which i I love that you chose this word it's a it's an interesting word um is a 14th century word so and it's
1: can we get specific i'm not that smart when (laughs) the 14th century just the 1400s
0: 1300s. I don't know why they do it this way. Because because it's like, because zero to 100 is first century, right? So one to 200 is second century, and so on.
1: Oh, Does that makes sense? The, so the 14th century is?
0: The 1300s. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So 1300s. Um, and it's intertwined with a couple of like, modern, w- with a couple of words that are thought of slightly Differently in sort of the modern lexicon and the modern day to day conversation. So um, it is 14th century. It has a lot to do with destiny, but destiny is slightly different. It gets its uh, origins from the Latin fatum or fatum. I don't know how to speak Latin or pronounce any of this stuff, but it's, you know, the way in my like looking stuff up and I was like looking on nerd like chat boards one of my favorite things that somebody said was the difference between like destiny and fate. And they're probably quoting somebody else. So, but destiny is pulling the sword out of the stone, but fate is tripping and falling on it. Right. So destiny is something that can or should, or, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're destined to do you, you, um, by all accounts, you should. It's meant to, but doesn't necessarily mean that's going to happen. Whereas fate, there's it's like choice has been removed. Yeah. So I I feel like, you know, when you, when you talk about you know the radio show and you talk about uh, the improv and then going to the coffee shop and doing some stand up and all this stuff, um, you know, you you had choice in it, it's that question of was that destiny or was that fate? Was that something that you yes was meant to happen, but you chose your way into it, or was it like had you just slept in that day and not made that phone call, it was going to happen no matter what. Some some other way it would have worked its way where you would have worked your way into stand up somehow.
1: Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like a lot of it, I mean, I feel like stand up or entertainment in general was definitely, I mean, it feels like destiny. But, like, happening to stumble into that coffee shop without realizing that there was an open mic there feels like fate.
0: Right. Yeah. And it's 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 interesting to go back and forth. And uh, depending on uh, your preference or the day, which one you might prefer to have it actually be. Yeah. Um, but one of the interesting things about fate, too, is... Um, it's got a more sort of ominous tone. It's more destructive, even than destiny specifically. So, like, again, um, you know, destiny is, is sort of there's choice involved. Fate is more, you know, inevitable. It's more fatalistic. Um, and connecting with that, it's actually also based, in, in addition to like that thoughtum word or whatever the Latin word, it's also based on the English side um from weird but it sort of forked out so weird spelled w-y-r-d is like the old english spelling of weird but at the time also 1300s meant more like fate Interesting.
1: does that make sense
0: so if, uh, at the time like if you were to say like uh like if you were to use it like in a in a verb sense like too weird would be like to be determined that this was going to happen or to force almost um but over time it sort of forked out to where weird became more you know supernatural strange um odd occurrence or or even just daily stuff like you know that guy's weird and the the latin french took over the meaning of what weird used to be
1: wow
0: um, which also has, you know, makes some some sense or some application, especially considering, uh, again, just stand up and everything that has to do with stand up. One of the weirdest, strangest, uh, I think, professions in the universe, and everybody around the profession is odd, from the audience to, to anybody, even the most normal person. Definitely in in stand up or around stand up is still weird.
1: You probably learned so much from all these words.
0: It's it's a lot of fun. I uh, I do it anyway. Like before I even started the podcast, I would just do this because I'm a sad, sad person. And um, you know, between this and like um, you know, music history stuff, I just do as because I have a problem. So I figured, you know, let's turn this into something. But it it is fun and it's fun to see people's sort of different perspectives on stuff. But um with you know, you're wait, how so you've been doing stand up for how long now?
1: Uh, I think like six years now.
0: Six years, you've uh, you've attained a lot of really cool things, you've traveled all over the place for sure, you've seen a lot of stuff, you've been around a lot of other performers and comedians. Um, one of the things that is interesting, you know, especially if we're gonna go on this vein of fate and destiny stuff, is like. I know some incredible comedians, some people that are funnier than anybody I've ever met and somehow they're either not fated to make it or just destiny and effort haven't aligned yet. Do you feel like you've run across a lot of those kinds of people where it's like, man, that, that guy or that girl should be world famous right now and somehow nobody knows them at all?
1: oh yeah of course of course there's so many people like that where I think that they're just like the funniest and yeah for whatever reason um they're not where I think that they should be or could be um yeah I mean yeah I guess that's why I like the word fate so much is it's because it's like what is that how how does one person get it and one other doesn't it is like kind of this mystical sense of uh what determines success uh in a financial or material way
0: yeah it's a it's a weird it's a weird thing and and you know there are certain comedians too i think that have um have a um can have an entitled sort of expectation about what they should and shouldn't have, which they can, you know, can shoot themselves in the foot, right? They're like, I should be so much further now. They have that expectation, and and for some it works and it does get them there, and for others they just spin their wheels until they sort of dig a hole in the ground. But yeah. it's like, it, you think of like the like Leno and Letterman for me. Like Leno felt uh, like like maybe maybe faded. Like, you know, by all accounts was, you know, the one of the funniest guys of the of the era, and and you know sort of success was sort of stamped on him. And then it's almost like it's almost like Letterman fell on the sword sort of situation. But there's there's all sorts of variants of those two people that um is really fascinating for some reason that that make it and don't or make it for on purpose or make it on accident.
1: Yeah, but then you now And I feel like Letterman has had more success in recent years compared to Leno.
0: Well, I think, I mean, and this is just me and nobody gives a shit about what I think. But for me, I, I feel like it's like Letterman stayed true to who he started as, you know, like I, where I feel like, you know, Leno definitely seemed to have, you know bought into the machine and as a result I feel like there's so much more reverence for for Letterman Letterman as a result of that
1: yeah and also why uh I think the word fate is so incredible is because it's like sure sometimes things are destiny or fate or this weird luck you know all these words that are like you can't explain it; it just kind of happened but then it's like how you how you take the fate or the destiny or the luck and what you do with it from that point. Yeah,
0: yeah absolutely. And yeah. And there's so many people that have yeah, been sort of had that success in their labs and not done anything or done it in a weird way or, or something. But I, uh, I can't, I can't imagine, you know, some of these guys that, that have blown up so, so young and how, how they've reacted to things. Um, I'm sure if I was that young and got hit with some of the success that some of these guys have, and they're like 19 years old or something, I would be dead. I'd be I'd be one of those guys that would have burnt out um, probably quickly. Um, but it's wild. Um, well, hey, Ali, I appreciate the chat of uh, sadness. I was going to go into Macbeth and talk about fates there, but I feel like I'll save us both. And not, did, they, did
1: Shakespeare use the word weird w y r d in any of his? What d- does what century was Shakespeare? Now I'm all hooked on centuries.
0: Yeah, uh, Shakespeare, I, I believe, was 14th century. Uh, let's yeah, let's it's let's find so out.
1: Crazy to think that people were alive in the 1300s, that feels oh. like. Age, so fifth- like that's so 1500s. Cute.
0: He was born in 1564.
1: Okay, so wouldn't that be the 1600s or the 16th century?
0: So yes, so yeah, 1564 16th century, and he died in 1616, which is the 17th century. How exciting this is!
1: He lived through two centuries, which I guess technically we have now too.
0: That's right. Yeah, if you uh, born, uh, you know, pre uh, millennia. You you've jumped into it. And and two different millenniums as well, technically, right? Which what's is weird.
1: A, oh fuck, what's a millennium?
0: A thousand years.
1: Oh yeah, technically. Yeah.
0: So switching from uh, you know, the 1900s, or the not the nineteen hundreds, but from one thousand to two thousand is that oh. switch. So so sen- century, you know, if you really want to roll it down. If you were born in the nineties or before, you you know, you got decade or decades and a century and and millennia which is
1: the trifecta which is w-
0: weird it's the trifecta of of aging um it's the ultimate dad joke you know you can say you know, it's the new year be like uh, i'll see you next year i'll see you next millennia it's fantastic you got material for for days yeah <laughs> but just for days because it only works for that long um but yeah, you, you said something about weird. Who uses weird?
1: Yeah, did Shakespeare? Or Shakespeare.
0: Use weird. Um, I would assume so. So weird was, I believe, looking back, was you know, fourteenth uh, century origin and English. So, uh, and I don't think that the definition changed much until closer to the nineteenth century, where it became more um, like odd as opposed to, like, uh, faded fate, reference. So I would assume that he would. And that's that's what's so crazy about reading, like, Shakespeare or, or Geoffrey Chaucer or whatever, these old English writers that are, you know, were, you know, 500 years ago. Just so many. It's like reading a different language. You don't know what the hell they're talking about. And then, like, like, Chaucer... Reading, what's that?
1: Do you like reading, like, Shakespeare, or like, old-timey type stuff because of the words and the history
0: no (laughs) no i well i i did uh i did like grad school and writing so like i was i i had to read all of that stuff um but again it's sort of like again it goes back to you know the rolling stones and the Beatles and stuff i appreciate i think it's interesting as like a like a one-off but i don't necessarily Like if I go and listen to like a Beatles song and and then like, like, for example, not, not Beatles, we're going to get real nerdy here, but, um, Pet Sounds is a Beach Boys album. It's my, my favorite Beach Boys album of all time. And I love it. Um, and then, OK Computer by Radiohead. Um, also one of the great albums of the last, you know, however many decades, um, They specifically kind of use Pet Sounds as a reference point in making and producing, OK Computer. So when you listen to the two albums, if you think of it that way, like if you listen to Pet Sounds front to back, and then you go and you listen to OK Computer, you can hear they're completely different songs. It's completely different, uh, completely different, obviously. But you can hear the tone similarities and why they did it. That's fascinating to me. So. If you talk about Shakespeare and, and stuff like that. Like if I think about it from that point, like how it influenced X, Y, Z, then I love that. That's really exciting. I'm not going to sit down and read like the Canterbury Tales or oh, I will never read Macbeth again. Not that I hated it. I just, there's a lot of other things I'd rather read first before I yeah. die. Probably.
1: When you talk to people, do you like certain words that they say in conversation? Or are you like, Oh, that word actually comes from.
0: Um, I I I feel like uh, like sometimes I'm doing this certainly, um, you know, adds to that potentially doing things, and then when you get into conversation, you know, that word will come up from a previous podcast or something, and then, you know, I'll I'll think of like the reference points for that, and and that's interesting. And I have started to buy like um, etymology books and and reading up on those because again um i have nothing better to do and and you know my my wife's you know peak uh, ability to be attracted to me has been hit so i uh i can't do any more so I, I we're good at this point so i uh, uh it, it does come out sometimes it is fun but it is man it's uh, it's got to be insufferable To be around on a constant basis. You can talk to my wife, I suppose, about that. What's
1: your favorite word?
0: My favorite words? Um,
1: I don't know. know. That's it. That you think are like the most interesting in terms of history and or maybe. You know,
0: one of the most interesting words, and I didn't choose it, so I can't take credit for it, but was one I did on the podcast with uh, Diallo Riddle, which was copacetic. I have known that word, you know, as long as I can remember, but I had no idea the the history and that podcast, specifically that episode, he knew, you know, I, I try to do research obviously before and, and find out some stuff so I can kind of guide the conversation and say some, some shit, but man, he, Yolo knew so much stuff about that word and history and stuff around it. And the fact that it was, you know, had these origins and, in jazz music and in, um, you know, black culture and, and, um, how it was sort of, there's an attempt at, well, it's very hazy, but in my personal opinion, I feel like there was an attempt at reappropriating it, you know, like white people, this will shock you, but some old white guy tried to appropriate it. In my opinion, again, it's hazy. It's not provable, but that's my two cents. And, uh, so that, that was just really interesting. And it has origins in, uh, um, again, you know, jazz culture, but also in uh, Yiddish and uh, all these sort of interesting mixes of cultures and stuff. So that's one of the more interesting words of that I can pop into my head really quickly, was copacetic. And yeah, it's a made is- up, made up word. Uh, all words are made up, but it was, it's like a, almost an onomatopoeia uh, at, in its origin, but not now. Oh, wow. So it's, anyway uh yeah, interesting stuff. like uh, uh, that's the thing too, is like we we go around saying shit and don't really think about the meaning. It's like you know my kids show up and be like, that, you know, that's legend <laughs> legend or genius or all these words that we attribute to people drives me nuts. Where do I go from there? You know, after genius or legend, uh, what you know they're they're saying that for somebody that like you know did a, a one eighty, you know yeah. off of a two foot jump like that guy's legend like well what's tony hawk what do i call him i don't know what to say anymore (laughs) word there's not a bit a word big enough anymore
1: do you think amazing is one of the most overly used words
0: uh for sure i mean similarly to like awesome awesome like in its origin is a huge word like it's supposed to you know convey you know, almost you know, holy and and uh, you know, epic. This this huge idea, but like, um, someone will be like, "Hey, let's go get tacos." Be like, "That's awesome! Let's get some tacos." It sounds yeah, awesome I mean, it me.
1: literally says the word "awe" in it, which is a yeah, pretty word.
0: Yeah, but at this point, it just uh, it kind of means it almost means nothing. Awesome. You know? awesome! I do love tacos. Now I want a taco. But um, uh, yeah, so words and you—you uh, you should if you ever want any recommendations for ner- uh, nerd books, you let me know, and I will—I uh, will let you know. I, I will give you recommendations. I can do it all day.
1: I just started reading. It's not a nerd book, but I rarely ever read. But I'm reading this book right now called "Such a Fun" or yeah, "Such a Fun Age" by the author Kylie Reed. I believe her name is.
0: Okay, such a fun age.
1: Yeah, it's called such a fun age. But it's nice reading books because there's so many words that I forget exist because I use such a limited vocabulary. And so every time yeah. I read, there's always at least like one word on on a page or two that I'm like, I've never used this word.
0: Which is which is fantastic. And if you really want to dive into Nerdtown, you get out your highlighter and your thesaurus or your dictionary both. and uh, it'll take you forty years to read a hundred page book, but you can learn all sorts of shit.
1: Yeah, I should do that.
0: <laughs> I'm I sure
1: because I always look it up, I google it and then it's out of my brain in two seconds.
0: Yeah, and that would also be more effective than pulling out a dusty um, already out of date dictionary or thesaurus. Yeah, maybe just Google. Yeah, that's probably better less fun, but it's better. What's fun about, uh, uh, you know, the books is you can have like all sorts of reference points, and little tags and stuff. And then you seem smart. You'd be like, look, I highlighted shit. You know, the alternative is you just show your search history and nobody needs to see any of that.
1: No, there's dark things on there.
0: There are dark things on everyone's search history. One of these days it's going to break out. What's that?
1: My search history is mostly just, "Is this bump normal?" Oh yeah. How many bumps are normal?
0: Is there a is there a bump a max number like a?
1: Well, sometimes there's like a pattern with bumps that can be alarming. So if it's just one sure. or two, typically you're in the clear.
0: Yeah. Well, wait a uh, wait a few years. It's gonna get more fun. Those search those search experiences. I bet. It's like. Uh, you know, I found a, um, I found like a four inch hair growing out of my ear recently, um, I guess, but it's like, it was like on the outside of the ear, like you'd think like inside ear, like got, you know, dudes get inside ear hair, but it was like the outside and more concerning it was like, how, like, did it grow overnight or am I just, I just don't look at myself for like weeks to the point where I could just let it grow and I wouldn't even notice. And, you know, I am married and, uh, you know, I like to kiss my wife and stuff and she had never, at no point did she notice it either. So she's not really looking at my face apparently anymore, which is understandable as well, but
1: fun things happen. I've started to get some, I get whiskers. Whiskers. Yeah, just
0: a few Wait. occasional whiskers. Lady whiskers. It happens. I get uh I've got all sorts of back hair now. My wife, I, I don't have hair anymore, so I shave my head, but my, well, my wife shaved my neck and then she'll she'll just keep going. You know, it's not it's not like thick or crazy, but they're just strays. She just she starts in the neck and then before I know it, she's like lower back and weird, that's what
1: before.
0: That is what they're for, they're fantastic for that that's reason.
1: Is always looking for a new lady because he can't reach his back.
0: <laughs> who's, who's that?
1: My father.
0: Oh, you're done. He's looking for I'm a new, sure uh, that's
1: like the only reason why he needs to find a woman.
0: Yeah, well, he you know, he can just go to like a waxing place, doesn't have COVID. to go to all that effort. COVID. huh? That's true. That's true. It's the world we live in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, if your dad's ever in a pinch and I'm around, you know, I'll help him out.
1: doesn't oh, have to just be a
0: wife. You can get a buddy.
1: Okay. I'll let him know your buddy services are available.
0: Mm-hmm. Buddy services, strictly platonic. Um, unless we're in the moment, I can't, I don't know what will happen.
1: Yeah. If, it, but if I'm it's assuming. fake, it's fake.
0: That's right. Either way, it's either way. If it happens, it happens.
1: You shaving my dad's back could be destiny.
0: I hope it's fate. I hope no matter what I do, I will end up shaving your dad's back. No matter how hard I resist that. It's like, it's going to happen. I like the idea of that more than like, you know, suddenly become becoming world famous and a billionaire that my fate
1: it is, is interesting, interesting that I'm gonna shave your dad's words, Fate and Interesting, or er, Destiny, are kind of stripper names.
0: They, they are. I feel like Fate is a dude stripper though. You know, yeah. he's like, he's a Viking. He wears like a, a fur speedo, you know, Fate. He comes out and he dances to, uh, you know, Led Zeppelin. And then, yeah, Destiny is, you know, every stripper ever.
1: Do you think fate and faith are related in any way?
0: Um, I don't. I, I haven't. I didn't see anything that would uh, allude to that. But uh, who knows? I might have to look into it. Okay, it's, it's possible. That's an interesting because faith, faith, it doesn't necessarily it isn't necessarily fate, but there's a certain destiny implied in faith if you believe that things will happen, which is interesting. Huh. See, you're already into it.
1: Yeah, now you got me going.
0: Yeah, so you get I that tag. Uh,
1: I just started playing Words with Friends. I've become somewhat addicted to Words with Friends recently. And yeah. um, there's so many words that I didn't even know were words until I put them on the board.
0: Well... That's fantastic. And now you can play Scrabble and kick some ass. Because people will be like, that's not a word. And you'll know that it's a word.
1: It's very fun. Do you play?
0: Uh, I do not. I, uh, I think I did play it like a few years ago, like when it first came out and it was all the rage. Um, but maybe I should uh, take a swing at it again.
1: Redownload it. Play with me.
0: All right. You got it. I will. Words with friends.
1: yeah
0: That's what I should have named this podcast. Do you think I would have had a problem? Copyright infringement or anything? Words no, with friends? No,
1: not at all. Just spell friends with like a Z or something. <laughs>
0: I I'm like sure
1: uh you off. No, I'm sure nothing pisses you off more than like a goofy spelling of a word.
0: Um Yeah, well, you know, a lot of that is is having um you know, grown up in and around like Mormon world. So I was raised Mormon and I am no longer uh, practicing in any way, but I still, I live in park city, Utah. And the thing with Mormons is they love, like, speaking of like Ashley with two E's, there is no normal spelling of anyone's name. Like if your name is John, there's like a Q and an X in there somewhere. It's always some psychotic spelling, which drives me insane. That's, that's probably my bigger reason as opposed to like some sort of, you know, uh, uh, orthodoxy or something like that for words. Sure. (laughs) All right, Allie, I appreciate you taking the time. You're the coolest. And uh, I hope your fate is determined uh, for you to have lots and lots of money and success and uh, hot guys with banjos forever.
1: Thank you so much.